0: In this episode of the Explore Information Security Podcast, why mental health is important. Welcome to the Explore Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I'm your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring why mental health is important. So I just got back from Converge and B-Sides, Detroit, and had a great time out there. Um, and I, I'm having a little bit of a problem with setting up my podcasting, my new podcasting ASKL studio recording setup. And so I've decided that I'm going to try to go to the conferences a little bit more and try to start recording episodes there. So this one, I got to sit down with Amanda Berlin, who is also at InfoSister on Twitter. And she had a keynote, the opening keynote on mental health and specifically it's hackers hugs drugs mental health and if a sec by men in berlin it was a really good keynote about some of the some of the struggles that we have from a mental health standpoint it is on youtube i have linked that in the show notes and i highly recommend watching that um we get into just you know kind of some of our experiences with it and some of the other things that um you know around how to how to deal with it and how others are looking to to deal with it and i think i think it is very important if you need help um with mental health there there are plenty of resources out there you can google mental health uh you know resources If if you have thoughts of suicide absolutely Reach out. In fact, let me let me see if I can't pull that up. I probably should have had this up before, but we're playing with the format a little bit here. Um, there is, you know, when, when I just type in suicide resources into Google, there's a number there: one 8255 And then, of course, there's there's a lot of websites out there: suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Amanda links to several different resources for you know veterans and uh, LGBT and you know different different resources for specific groups so uh, mental health is something very important it's something that all of us deal with i i know um, i talked about being anxious right before even flying to convergent besides detroit and i have to you know recognize that and uh, do some of the things to kind of combat that you know this kind of goes along with imposter syndrome as well so, you know, the, we all have these feelings. We all deal with it. Yes, I I deal with imposter syndrome and mental health issues. I've been dealing with them for a very long time. And there's just strategies on how you can do certain things. You know, you kind of have to figure out what, what, what works best for you, because maybe not necessarily what works best for me uh, works best for you. But, you know, so you have to kind of explore that and figure it out. But with that said, this is a longer episode too. I'm trying to work on the timing because I, I do like keep keeping it to 20, 30 minutes. This one, the, the interview itself went over about like by 31 minutes. I don't think I'm going to throw a um, outro at the end. So we'll, we'll, we'll try it at the front, timothy.dblock at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at Timothy D. Block. Website where the show notes can be found, timothydblock.com forward slash EIS. I will be at show Me Con next month. I will talk a little bit about that more maybe, maybe in the next opening or the opening after that. But be sure to go, if you haven't gotten tickets, go get tickets for that. It's a really great conference. Uh, I will be doing an Exploring for your Security panel out there. So would love for people to show up. It's it's something new that I'm trying and submitted to conferences. And we'll see if we can't have a little bit of fun with it and maybe even answer you know questions. That's, that's kind of the idea is that people in the audience can ask Questions of these uh, different security professionals. So, with that, we will get right into the interview. <laughs> Playing with it, we're experimenting, um, which is good. So, but yeah, you had your, your keynote this morning, right? Convergent B says Detroit.
1: I messed up a little bit, but uh, what do you mean? I actually had like. Several people in the audience that had a psychology background.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Were they correcting you afterwards? Yeah, oh yeah. What what, what was the correction?
1: I I kind of blurred the line between bipolar and multiple personality disorder.
0: What do you mean, blurred the line?
1: They said, uh, like, didn't really make a, a, a strong distinction between the two. Okay. Even though I had it up on my slides. Right. I kind of rushed through the material I had on both of them and kind of made it sound like it was the same thing.
0: Okay. Or Which I feel were,
1: like I did. As for uh, symptoms, or, or they were
0: expecting a little bit more. I found I found that too. It's like when people want when you're speaking, they're, they're like,
1: especially if that's their specialty. Right.
0: Exactly. It's like yeah. you didn't mention this. Well, that wasn't really necessarily what I was trying to get into because yeah. you were talking. You think your focus was more on like depression and it's more um, common. Just
1: depression, and anxiety are more common than anything.
0: Right. Well, in mental health and general. But I mean, it, I feel like there's also approach of of. Like, you have some control over it. Yeah. I really like that you mentioned that, like, pills aren't necessarily the answer either. But, like, bipolar and schizophrenia, those are kind of actual serious conditions yeah. that you need, yeah. like, help with. Some of the
1: research I did on those, like, I, for, for each, like, condition I covered, I googled, like, extreme cases of schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And just, holy cow. Like, this, the stuff that some of these people have had to go through right. is just...
0: And now is is that, now is is that something that was, that was the result of like trauma or something or is that just, okay.
1: Yeah. A lot of times schizophrenia and and, um, bipolar are both, well, schizophrenia most, I guess, is the result of like major trauma or abuse.
0: Okay. So So they try
1: and like make the person that was abused turn into another person that they don't have to deal with.
0: So is that, could that also be, so, so it's not even like genetic or anything, mm-hmm. it's just something that just, if you had a rough childhood growing up, yeah. it can really, really, um, I guess
1: yeah, but that, some yeah. of them didn't really have, like the couple of the cases that were super severe never had, or at least they said, right. like the one little girl I talked about, like, didn't really have, she had a good childhood, you know, she so, was like seven years old when they diagnosed her.
0: And how, like... So how did that develop? Would they even be able to find the answer or?
1: No, she's just under 24 seven psychiatric watch. I
0: feel, yeah. I feel like there's always an answer to something, but maybe we just don't know it yet or I don't know. Yeah. Cause there's a lot and that's what I liked about the pills thing too, is like, they're like the, or the I'm sorry, the chemical balance pills. Yeah. Um, where medical science doesn't actually know how it oh, works. That's
1: right. I I didn't I didn't realize that. Like,
0: it's amazing how much that happens though. Like people are like, eh, it just works.
1: No, they're just doctors. Like, oh yeah, we've been throwing med- we've been throwing like just random chemicals at this for years, and right. finally found something that okay, this. This works causes some kind of reaction that makes it better. I
0: feel like that's a lot of medical, but this also. I mean, this, this like, this is the, the the track record for for medical like history too. Is that like, they go back. Um, like you go back and they were just doing like leeches yeah. and all this other a stuff. Just because it worked, right? Exactly. Yeah. Just because our shock therapy, like you yeah. said, wasn't available anymore. So it's like it's like we are also living in a time where like they're throwing stuff at us. We have no, they have no idea about. Yeah. They're just doing it to do it, yeah. and, and sometimes they're doing it for kickbacks, <laughs> which is why I don't even hey, like hey. I don't like the idea of of pills and and things like that and. Um, like my, my mom and my brother have like talked about taking pills for depression and things mm-hmm. like that. And they feel like I, that's something that I might need to be watching out for, but I've always like tried to be more mindful and about my own mental health and that it's, it's not the, um, the just, just get through it. It's more like, okay, I need to figure this out. Like yeah. what's going to help well, I think with that it. If
1: you have like self-reflection and you right. put a lot of thought into it, you're less I think you're less likely to just throw pills
0: at it right well because I've been in that same place where you were talking about like suicide and things like that and like a time I can remember um, I was in the Navy and I, I don't know what it was it wasn't necessarily a bad time but it was just I don't know I, I've never socially got along I've always been socially awkward with people for mm. the longest time it hasn't been until like maybe the last several years that I've really started to, to, to seem to have a knack for getting along with people um, but that's been a long journey in itself, and that was ten year, ten plus years ago. Right. And I remember the exact moment was well, maybe I should just kill myself, just oh, just yeah. get it over with. I've and,
1: had
0: right, yeah. and so so you know, and I always had problems keeping girlfriends and talking to girls. So it was just it was just a miserable time, and um, I just remember the thing that turned it around for me. And this is really weird. Is that I, do you remember the show Titus with Christopher Titus? Yeah, it was on yeah, Fox. Yeah. There was, like, right as I was thinking about that, I was sitting in, like, the lounge watching TV, and a show of his came on, which I had watched before joining the Navy, and it was, um, he had an episode about killing himself. Okay. And it was just some of the most hilarious stuff around, um, uh... Like he kept failing at killing himself, oh my God. and he was just a big dork about it. Yeah, and yeah. I just laughed so hard, and I was like, "Yeah, that's just kind of dumb." And I have <laughs> never thought about it since then. It's right. always been like, "What can I do to to get better?"
1: Yeah, I mean, seriously, if it weren't for my kids, I'd be dead already. Really? I mean, like those are the, they're the. Well, especially when I was like eighteen, nineteen. Right. If it weren't for already having Michael, i would have been gone.
0: That that that's. That, but the kids are a great motivator too. Yeah. I remember yeah. I used to just play, come, go to work, come home, play WoW all the time. Yeah. And then once you start having kids, you're like, crap, yeah. I, I gotta start <laughs> I feeding other, some kids. Other other
1: things that I'm in charge of. Right. I've had people tell me like, if it wasn't for their dog, you know, well, they to be gone.
0: Right. Well, I think that's why I see the, the, the increased service dogs yeah. being everywhere all the place, yeah. um, which I know can can get a little controversial, people are looking at weird, but I'm like, I you know, whatever. It, I think
1: it gets controversial when you start bringing turkeys on planes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like the dogs I'm cool with. It's like the, the turkey or whatever right. else they're trying to bring on planes now.
0: So. What well, I think everybody ticks a little bit. Differently, so I think that you know whatever works for people is mm-hmm. something that I feel like helps out. For me, it's you know I, I exercise. Um, I do have my alone time where I play video games, and and which just, helps
1: too, right? Get yeah. away.
0: I'm starting to do more meditation. Um, I love the fact that in your talk, it was like the two things that help the most are exercise and sex, Yes. which is just the reason you know if you're a significant other, you're like, I'm not having a bad day. We need to you know take off your clothes. <laughs>
1: This is, I mean, this is just for mental health purposes. Right. This is just <laughs> for mental health. I
0: need my hip. I don't
1: know.
0: Okay. It's either you or pills. I mean, what do you, what do you want? And pills, I don't know. She like,
1: starts throwing pills at
0: you. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. It depends on how your relationship is with it. So, yeah. it's it, it, So, so. you know, you also did a survey. I did. And you sent that out, which I do yeah. remember filling out myself. Yeah.
1: Because that was a little bit over a year ago when I sent out that survey. Yeah. I had like... 800 or so replies which is good and which bothers part of that bothers me because like i i took a couple statistics courses and really kind of understand like the gist of Mm -hmm. statistics like i'm Mm definitely the people that are good at stats are just like insanely smart right but um i know that it's very difficult to get a non-biased set of data Mm -hmm. right because all of the people that i mean you're you're limiting the answers to people that agree with me enough to follow me on Twitter. Right,
0: exactly, yep.
1: That have technology to be able right. to follow me on Twitter that are mostly in infosec. Right. Um, that just happened to see the survey that day. Right. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, it's, right. it's, it's difficult to get a, a good round set of data. But, but based on what you you do get right you can i think you can still tell
0: right well i mean they're always going to have that too so if you take it off twitter then people that aren't you know that twitter is their main form of you know keeping up with things and Mm -hmm. you miss out on them so yeah Yeah. it it, and there's always arguments to be made from that and you would never take it as gospel but
1: i mean the people that like there's (laughs) you know it's it's twitter just like any other social media there's people replying to my tweet about this like survey about you're never gonna get accurate data with that. Well no You're yeah. not doing this right. No one does. No, I understand that. Thank
0: you. Very much. <laughs> yeah, they, it's a Google form. This is not anything. This isn't like, like
1: I'm not doing this for my PhD. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't do that for your yeah. My dissertation.
0: So it's not a dissertation, you know. This is survey. just a
1: simple poll, right? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Which then, I mean, I remember Jimmy Vo doing something like that years ago. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was on like mental health, but it was yeah. on like some other stuff about you know the industry and stuff. And so I think I think you can you can certainly get a get a gauge for stuff. Like I yeah. said, so you don't take it as, as gospel or anything. But right. you're like these these are some interesting findings. And yeah. what, what were some of those interesting findings?
1: Um, uh, one uh, well, two that. Uh, stick out uh, pretty high. So I know there's like 25 questions. I can't remember what all of them were. A lot of them were based off of questions that uh, therapists will ask you Mm -hmm. when you're in there for that kind of stuff. Um, One was like, uh, do you use things like uh, prescription medication, um, illegal drugs, alcohol, meditation, whatever to cope? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And a lot of people said, a lot of people told me that it should have been multiple uh, answer because they do all of those things. Right. Um, which makes sense. Like if I would have taken the survey first myself, I would have been like, oh yeah, like prescription drugs, exercising, meditation, right. alcohol, like all of that stuff I do, I would have wanted to pick everything. Right. Um, and then,
0: uh, well, but still with that, I mean, you're still, it's like, okay, we'll pick the one that you do the, the most, most right. or you see makes the most impact. right? right?
1: um and then the other one was about uh if you ever if uh if you ever felt that you were worthless or like didn't matter shouldn't be on this earth or whatever there's like 50 percent of people thought that at one point or another right which is well, that's a lot right yeah like every other person at some point has like whether they thought about suicide or not it's different right right but thinking that you don't matter is not good
0: right and so those were two surprising things that. Yeah, they were the, the two most, that
1: stood out the most. Yeah. Right,
0: right. Um, I did think that it was interesting to some of the other comments that you made. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's also an, an other category in that in that how you cope and uh, oh, what was it how how to cope with the pressure, anxiety, or whatever. One was uh, pretending to be a Vulcan. <laughs> Which is uh, great. <laughs> t- Twitter, cats, and masturbation, yeah. I think, were the top four other things that I thought were... Because I, I, I tried to look through all 800 You had lies, sex up but, there,
0: though, didn't you? Yeah, sex was another Sex one. was up there, yeah. so, yeah.
1: Which, all of those things can be unhealthy if you do it the wrong way. You right. Know, a lot of people will use any one of those to fill a hole in themselves that, right. that they might not... Uh, need to be doing whatever.
0: Right. So, I mean, what got you experienced or what what got you interested in this topic?
1: Oh. Um, I mean, other than my own struggles, so like since I've started taking medication and and doing a little bit more self introspection over the last uh 4 years since I've been uh, separated for 4 years. Um I think all of that introspection and then how far I've come after I've done it, mm-hmm. I thought uh, was was part of it. And then as well as like hearing about all of the suicides, there's just been a lot. Yeah, Like I already this year, I think I've heard of two or three already. Wow. Yeah. Just an infosec. Right. I mean, not people that I personally know, but friends of friends. Right. Um, which, I mean, it's... There's a lot of people in InfilSec, but it's still in the grand scheme of things, a fairly small community.
0: Right. Um, and, and I mean, what have you been able to pull out any causes from that? Is that you know something from their past? Is it you know work, burnout?
1: I uh, From everything that I've heard, a lot of it's just been depression.
0: Really. Mm-hmm. And that could be that could be something, you know, in the past.
1: And I mean, I this is the fourth fourth time I think I've given this talk. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. I usually I mm. usually retire talks after giving them two or three times, just because. Yeah, I understand people can watch online, but they don't always watch them online, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know they they might not they might like to see you in person give a talk or whatever. So that's why I usually pick two to three times, but. I keep on having people come up to me and tell me like if it wasn't for that I wouldn't have gone to a therapist or I would have killed myself. And oh, wow. Like, that's very difficult for me to hear, I right. guess. Because it's right. just it's, I don't know how to react to that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's... yeah. Like, I, I, I'm glad I'm helping people. So right. that's why I want to keep giving it. Yeah. Um, I. It's just crazy that... That it's made any bit of difference really right yeah well
0: there's that imposter syndrome yeah, in yeah. The like, that an definitely
1: not that? a doctor right I don't know much about psychology right but
0: yeah yeah there's all this stuff yeah so how do like you feel people should be dealing with mental health with the caveat of you're not a doctor <laughs> you're not a lawyer we're not psychologists right, or anything right. but I guess you know where have you seen people making strides I mean, obviously, if they're watching your talk, you said they're going to therapy. Yeah. So I think therapy is a yeah. pretty big one. I mean,
1: I have friends that, that do all of it. Like, I I have um, a couple people that I talk to on, on like, scheduled regularly basis mm-hmm. because that helps them, right? That's good. Um, really, it's the only time I'm ever on the phone right. is, like, these these times I... I mean, and you, can, you don't even have to talk about anything in a particular. Right. Just the fact that you're not... That you're reaching out to somebody and you have that ability to talk to them, right? Um, and half of them are guys, so right. I mean, and in re- some are in relationships, and they even though they talk to their significant other, they don't feel it's enough. But it just depends on the person, right? Um, and then I, so many people say exercise helps. Yeah. Like I mean we sit behind a desk for eight eight to 12 hours (laughs) a day. Yep. And, uh, it's, it's hard to get up and and get moving and realize how important it is.
0: Yeah. That's that actually, I, I do have a story from that is that right before this I was, you know, I have a talk I'm doing, um, I'm doing a workshop. Um, and then also I was meeting with the marketing director like Wednesday morning before, you know to go over my slides again because the manager that i went over the slides was she left and i was trying to you know mm-hmm. explain over email i was just like it yeah, wasn't working yeah. but i just for the 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 three the, the three days before went so the beginning of the week to wednesday it was just constant anxiousness and anxiety yeah. and I, I would you know i was i, I was also feeling the pressure of well, i'm going out of town so i need to um, hang out with the kids so like monday i just played with my son on the on the uh, switch and Tuesday night I took the wife out and we went out and just had like a nice dinner and just talked but it, I still feel a lot of the anxiousness. It wasn't until after after I had the the meeting with the manager director I, I was like I'm going to go work out and so I went and like worked out for an hour and that just made a world of difference. Yeah, I just
1: feel great afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's why I love running and I can't run now but right. like, uh like I just run 3 day, 3 hours uh, 3 miles a day and just it's hey, super I, good stress relief.
0: I feel like it clears your head too. Like yeah. especially, it can get you uh, allow you to kind of just think a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, And that's that's. And then when
1: you're doing other things, like if you do weightlifting or anything like that, you're not really thinking about anything other than
0: lifting that way. Yeah. yeah, and it feels yeah. good. So you feel a sense of accomplishment right. after you're done. Like right. like you said, after running three miles, yeah, it sucks, but <laughs> after you're done, you're like,
1: and it never. Okay. I don't. I don't understand. It never gets easier. Like you might get better, but mm. it never gets easier.
0: <laughs> yeah, what gets easier, I found, is just getting into the habit of it, and it's yeah. it's it's not going and doing somebody else's exercise at all. Yeah. It's going in and doing what you want to do that you feel effective, and and it's taken me, gosh, I I I probably, I started running again like in two thousand, like three four years ago, four years ago, and like the first year I just lost a ton of weight, yeah, and then it's it's. I've slowly progressed now to like working out. So at first it was running and then it was go to the gym and I have my routine where I'm actually working out in between stretches to go run. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy running, but I'm also started adding some strength stuff in um, because I just, I, and it's a lot of free weights and stuff, but I, I, I pretty much do it in between stretches. Mm-hmm. Um, I do sets of like three, but I stretch twice and then grab water for the third time. And that's just my routine that I've like found effective. And it's only takes me 20 minutes. So I'm not in the gym for three hours. Right. I'm in there for 20 minutes and then I'll run for anywhere from 10 to, to 50 minutes. Yeah. Right. Depending, depending on the day. And then I've just found that. If I, like, last week, I didn't do it as much as I wanted to. I just had other stuff going on, and I just ha- had that urge to, like, get back into some workout clothes and go do it.
1: Dude, this last two weeks has killed me. Yeah,
0: so so for people that don't know, man, it has a brace <laughs> on her left knee. Um, I can't walk. And she's on crutches. So, yeah, I imagine it's just killing you, you know, right I, now. I mean, I
1: was going every day, every, mm-hmm. every morning, like, 7 a.m. to the gym for the last five, six months. Right. And... My legs, I have like, restless leg syndrome now because I'm not really doing anything but sitting on my butt mm, and on the couch all day. That's tough, and, too, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I definitely over, I, I was out and about doing stuff the other day, and I definitely overdid it because I got back and, like, my knee was swollen, like, oh, gigantic. And it hurt real good. bad. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's going to take forever until I can run again.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and, well, that's the thing, too, is that you said 7 a.m. I like working in the afternoons.
1: I can never go to sleep.
0: Yeah, see, that's I'm the all thing. Pumped up. But that also tells you something, too, is that people, like, if you need more energy in the evening, Man. like, workouts are a great way to get yeah. that energy going again. Yeah. I don't like working, like, I used to work out in the mornings, and it's just, I, I just, I like the idea of my body being warmed up from a day of, like, walking around mm-hmm. and then getting into it versus, like, in the morning. Because I probably don't stretch properly, especially for a runner, as much as I should. I, should be, I stretch before, but then I should be stretching afterwards, and I usually don't. Yeah, I just, I, I'm not great I, at that either. Yeah, I, see, again, that's, that's just what works for me. I haven't had a major injury. Your, your, your knee thing wasn't from running, was it? It was not. Okay.
1: I was jumping on a trampoline. Yeah.
0: Ah, Another form of exercise. Which I also
1: should have stretched before. (laughs) Uh,
0: Trampolines are dangerous. They are. Uh, I
1: talked. I talked to the the girl that was uh, like talking to me before my um, ortho doctor came in, and she's like. My kids are getting to the age where they want a trampoline, and I'm going to have to tell them no, because I look at x-rays all day long, and, like, half of them are from trampoline. Are you
0: serious? That is crazy. <laughs> yes. So that's a good excuse for me not to get a trampoline. Yes.
1: Yeah. I'm, like, I always thought, like, falling off the trampoline was the big in- injury. Uh-huh. She said mostly it's from people, like, hitting, running into each other and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Because we have like the cage yeah, around yeah. it and so everything. you can bounce off the wall. Yeah, yeah. Or go through the wall. Right. right. <laughs> um, but mine was totally just. I was. I'm too old. <laughs> I didn't stretch first, and I was bouncing too high. And so it, you
0: just bounced, and it was and just I like. And I hyperextended
1: when I landed. Oh,
0: that's. And how long? How long is that gonna take?
1: Twelve weeks ish. Ooh. Yeah. If okay. I don't have to have surgery. So,
0: so with that in mind, what are you, what are you doing now that you can't run? Are you doing extra stuff from a mindful standpoint or.
1: I should be. <laughs> you should be. Okay. Wait. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're, you're talking like, to I, people. I did not have a good, good week and I didn't even want to give that talk. Like I was just in a shitty state of mind oh, and that's, like, that's... because uh, like I mentioned in the talk, like one of my big triggers for my anxiety is like not having a clean house.
0: Oh, that's tough too. And
1: I can't clean the house right now because I, I can't know. bend over and I can't really carry things and walk.
0: Kids suck at cleaning. And my up. six
1: man, yeah, my kids suck at cleaning. Yeah. Um, but uh, they've they've helped me out a lot. But yeah, like the one day I was trying to make lunch and just dropping shit and like I just
0: that's uh, tough. got
1: so mad. I like threw my crutches across the room after like. Hitting the counter And fell down And just like Was bawling Before my kids Went to school Oh and no It was just not Not cool <laughs> Freaked freak my little one Out a little bit Oh no Yeah I've, so I've had Conversations with them Though Because right. they know I'm on medication And they know Why i right. four um, Right And they know What they're kind of Supposed to do If I like Just flip out Yeah <laughs> Which doesn't happen Too often Right It's like the first time In seven eight months Right But Well,
0: and I mean, I think what I really like about the end of your talk, too, is you talked about how we should be talking about this more. Yeah. Because we feel like we're the only person in that state of mind, and so talking about it kind of helps get that out. I know... Um, part of my talk is is asking questions of people, and it's it's you know building relationships with people. And, and one of the things is just asking the question of how are you. Yeah. And it's amazing to me how many times I say, "Hey man, how are you?" And people just dump like dump everything on you because yeah. they've been waiting for someone to to say how are you or. Right. Or you look alright. Are you okay? So yeah. people sometimes like
1: sincerely like, too. It's not right. hey, how's it going? As you're right. walking past, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. no, it's, uh, it's
0: it's it's hey, man, how are you? Stopping, and then you know, then they just and, and I've always been amazed at how powerful that is to to a person, and, and oftentimes it's and, and you know within we have to remember within security that we don't need to fix problems and stuff
1: (laughs) so like i don't need to fix
0: your well why don't you get like a scooter or something it's like oh man that that sucks that's just really shitty right because all you want is to just get it out and and kind of you know just get it off your chest a little bit because it's just eating inside and i think that's a good way to get stuff out so so.
1: yeah you had a a workshop when all was that Social,
0: well that's gonna be tomorrow the, oh, the talk tomorrow. Today. social oh, the the, talk was today yeah it's talk tomorrow. social engineer for the blue team which is building relationships within your organ, own organization okay and it's it's walking through a lot of the same social engineering techniques that we use to break into buildings yeah uh, you can use for building better relationships within your organization and oh. when people like you, they tend to do more for you and and, yes. and and drop what they're doing to help you or yes. reprioritizing your stuff towards the top. Right, and I just right. see so much frustration in security where it's like, well, we're waiting on the server team, we're waiting on the networking team. The developers are idiots. And yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah. It's, it's
0: like, and I say with developers, so I can't call them idiots. <laughs> I don't think they're idiots either. I think they want to do a good job. It's just that sometimes they're the they're misunderstood, right?
1: Yeah. Right.
0: And it's it's you know we talk about silos, but everyone's siloed and. Mm. It's just all it takes is someone to, to go over and say, "Hey, how are how are you doing?" Yeah. and actually treating other pe- other people like humans, not right. not I need you to go do this, fix this right. security right. issue. So,
1: yeah, I'm doing a talk in um, in a week, but it's still not done. But it's uh, called um, you'll understand when you're older, and it's about like. Truism, truisms and idioms and stuff like that you learned growing up uh-huh um so like um uh how well, i'm trying to think some of the some of the ones that we've added to the talk um <sighs> like i know one of the examples is a cold day in hell but that's not the one that we go over that's just like an example of an idiom is
0: this a security talk
1: uh yeah it's more of a, like a of how they all apply like the the origin and history of all of them and then how they apply in security oh, okay um, if you're not gonna do it uh, right don't do it at all right right that's something that we probably heard a lot when we were younger maybe you right. know um, so I like asked a bunch of people like what are some of the things like your parents told you growing up like right you know, don't eat with your elbows on the table, or or, or whatever that like has has stuck with you right. growing up, and then we just take like an infosec twist on it. Okay. Which is technically not all infosec. I mean, it's business ish, right, right? Because it, a lot of it uh, transfers to other things. But, right. Um, and then also like uh, oh, there's a book called Everything I Needed to Learn I Learned in Kindergarten or something like that. Yeah. And so we're gonna take an infosec. Spin on that too. Cool. Like Play nice. Yeah. Well,
0: that's so. That's the thing. My, my my wife actually just sent me a picture a picture of my sons. Uh, they have like a mom's day today, and um, uh, sent a picture of of like he filled it out. Had his teacher write everything down for him, and um, it said, "What does mommy always say to me?" Or something like that. And it's yeah. like, "Be nice to my sister." <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I thought that was funny.
1: So I've done those things on Facebook before. It's like, ask your kids these questions uh-huh. and, like, write their response on what they actually say. So, um, like, I'll do it every now and then with all three of my kids, and it's hilarious, like, yeah. the difference. Yeah. But they say, like, James says, uh, you know, what, what do I always say? He's like, oh, you always say that you love us. And then Wyatt's, like... You are always telling Michael to shut up or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael says, uh, Yeah, I can't say that in front of my brothers. <laughs> so it's all, it's, uh, it's kind of the, the spectrum right there. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 So, so he also put down that she was 21 years old. So oh my she gosh, got, she was, great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> she was tickled by that. Yeah. She was tickled by that. she really appreciated that.
1: Definitely. So, because 21's old. Yeah. in their eyes, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, he he just threw a number out
1: there.
0: He probably heard me say it. it's like yeah. 20 years old today. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> happy 21st birthday. Right. So he probably picked that up for me cuz that's what I like to do. It's, I don't want to know I don't want to know people's ages. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. But, yeah. it's
1: only you're only as old as your body tells you. you are. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, and that, that's what a lot of people think. it's like uh, kind of getting back into mindset. It's like if 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 you feel like you're 21, yeah. And and but your your body says you're like forty.
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: Started yeah.
1: <laughs> then you start to go to the doctor. Way I, well, I,
0: I I've noticed I really need good running shoes because mm-hmm. if I if I have the wrong running shoes, oh the body is You aches. notice it, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I you mean. always have to spend a little bit of money on. You can't spend sixty bucks on running shoes. You need a good hundred plus is usually what yeah. I get, unless I can find some on sale. Oh so. yeah. But um. So yeah. Um. Is, did you have anything else? As far as my, mental health and mindset, anything else you want to mention there? It's a great talk. You should go, anyone that's listening should go check it out on YouTube. It's, under, it's going to be under Convergent, B-Size Detroit. Yeah. Adrian um, Crenshaw, Iron Geek, is, of course, recording it.
1: Not that I can think of. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah the only thing I don't think we've talked about was uh, just, I guess, having a positive mindset mm-hmm. about stuff. And it, it is really to get really, you can get really self-defeating.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and um, a lot of people think you can just, like, will yourself to get out of your depressive state, right? right? Which right. you can't. Um, right. But one of the things that helps is at least trying to think positive, forcing yourself to say, right. like, one or two positive things about yourself because at least you get... You could get on a roll. You never know like, right. uh, if, if that might make an impact or whatever.
0: Well, one of the things, one of my friends told me this, uh, and he, he was just had all the confidence in the world. And um, he, it, it, I, th- I may, I may have asked him about like what, you know, what gives this kind of attitude or something. And he was like, it's like I, I wake up in the morning and look in the mirror every day and go, I am a sexy bitch. <laughs> and I was like,
1: that is brilliant. Yeah, I should start doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so I, yeah, I think, I think mindset is, is a big thing. It, it's, it's hard to say that though when you're, your, things aren't going well. Yeah. And, and you always have you those. In yourself, ups and, yeah, but, and you have those ups yeah. and downs where. And it could just be like a string of just bad interactions with people that make you just, you know, feel less than less than worthy. And so it's really hard to get out of that. I mean, we can say that, but um, I think just kind of taking a step back to and identifying that and going, okay, I'm thinking like this right now. What do I need to do? Do I need to go for a walk? Like I've started uh, getting out away from work during lunches, just going for a walk outside i think is is can be a very and just like listening to the birds and Mm -hmm. especially if it's a nice day and and enjoying the nature a little bit um has really helped me with uh then going back to work and just being a little more a little bit more reinvigorated so yeah yeah all right, cool. I don't know how to sign these off, so I don't know if you have some catchphrase. Or... Oh no,
1: I don't have any Usually Brian does yeah, all that Brian stuff. Brian does all that yeah, stuff. Then, Maybe
0: that'll be my catchphrase. Then, Brian, Brian does all just, that stuff. And
1: then we just say bye. <laughs>